truth universally acknowledged. I have noticed my growing resemblance all that is to a gold daffodil. Does not glitter. Not all. So I had reason enough in the last if you want to rebel, rebel exist, from inside the system. But because they tell us that dragons I'm your host Vicky from Miss Vicky's Bookcase. Let's begin our story together. I just have to put it out there. I'm really excited to share with you my subject for the day. And that is all about bookish Christmas. Now you may think it is slightly too early still for anything Christmassy. But if you're going to do any of these traditions, you may want to get this information in advance so you can prep it in advance and do it. So I'm going to share with you three different bookish Christmas traditions and one of which is my absolute favourite and I'm going to save that one for last because we've only been doing it for about three or four years. Yeah, about that. I think this is our fourth year. And this one gets me the most excited about Christmas and about books and about Christmas traditions. So I'm going to start with the very first one and this is a very easy one to do and it's something that does need a little bit of prep in advance. Now if you have any children this is a perfect thing to do and that is to do an advent book countdown. Now you can do this in a variety of different ways, you can do the whole month which is 24 books, you can do 12 days in the lead up to it, you can do it any with which way you want. You can also keep books to one side so that you only read these books at Christmas and that is something I tend to do because I do actually do this book advent calendar. In fact, I actually bought some brand new books to do this with and they are picture books and I'm so looking forward to it. I'm really excited. If you look on my Instagram page from the beginning of December, you'll see them. They are very religious orientated, so just so you know, but that shouldn't stop you from having a look and peek what I've got. I'm really excited to share those books with you and I'm going to be opening one each day. Now the company I bought them from, they very kindly wrapped the entire 24 books up and which, which thank you very much because that, that was saving me a lot and I'm just excited to share that. And if you're an adult and you don't have any children, um, please just do it anyway because it's a lot of fun and there are a lot of traditional books out there at Christmas that a lot of people like to reread. There's things like uh, Tolkien's Letters from Father Christmas, there's The Snowman, there's The Night Before Christmas and there are so many beautifully illustrated books and it's something that can really get you into the spirit and if you are, as I said, if you don't have children it's great to be able to reminisce about past Christmases because you kind of have those rose-tinted glasses on where you don't remember the really bad bits but you can remember the really fond bits of it and it's a lot of fun. I keep repeating a lot of fun but seriously it is a lot of fun and also I tend to find that if I've got something to unwrap right the way through Christmas I'm not so desperate to open my Christmas presents on Christmas Day. Well that's a slight lie. I am excited and I am one of those people who is up majorly early because I'm too excited to sleep and I really enjoy opening presents. I know I'm one of those kind of people but this is something that also if you do have children is something that kind of like takes the steam off the build off of children get overly excited about Christmas and Christmas presents and being desperate to open them or even searching for them so this will distract them hopefully especially if you wrap them up if you don't wrap them up that's absolutely fine it's just something to do with your children or to read with a partner or husband or or wife and it's something that is really enjoyable you can do this 
not as picture books, you can do it with short stories, as long as it's something that you can read in an evening. Now, if you want something that will last longer than the evening, then you could pick a Christmassy book to read throughout the month instead. And this is my second bookish tradition that I am kind of doing. And my pick for that is A Christmas Carol. It's something that's very special to me and something that I can read throughout the month. I do have also uh, another one that I too tend to read, and that's a children's book by Lucy M. Boston. And it's The Children of Green No. Again, it embodies something that's really Christmassy and it's something that's very special. So it's one of those where I can read it over several evenings or listening to it. Uh, I especially love it when the forecast audio does the Christmas carol. There is something, again, very special about it and worth having a listen. So that's my second bookish Christmas tradition to talk about. And that is picking a Christmas book that you love to read each Christmas and have a little bit of a reread. My family, having as an aside, do do something similar, but with films. And you, if you can believe it, this is just a total side note. I know, totally off the book subject, but it gives you some flavour idea that you don't have to have a Christmas book to read in the month of December. Uh, you could have a winter book. Um, so my family traditionally watches an Arthur Askey film every single Christmas Eve. We really enjoy watching it. Usually it's The Ghost Train. And I have to say, when we were kids, mom recorded it and we were all rolling our eyes going, it's black and white, don't like black and white. And she made us all sit down and watch it and we loved it. Absolutely loved it. And it's something that most of us actually carry on each year. And we will watch The Ghost Train or The Backroom Boy. That's my other favourite one because it's just so funny. Neither of which are Christmassy. But it is all about Christmas traditions. And if you want to read something that is about sunshines and beaches, that is for you the thing that embodies your Christmas, go for it. There is no wrong or right to any Christmas traditions. It's whatever you establish and how you feel about it. It just so happens that the books I want to read for Christmas are very Christmassy. Well, the Lucy and Boston one isn't quite so Christmassy. It's very wintry and I just love reading it does feature Christmas though so it kind of goes there a little bit. Anyway moving on to my very last Christmas tradition. You'd be happy to know by the way that unlike normal where I waffle on forever and a day and this is going to be super long, this is not a super long episode. You'd be wiping your brows with relief because I know I do ramble a little. And the last Christmas tradition that I wanted to talk to you about is something that is a tradition in Iceland which started out in World War II I believe and the thing was in World War II lots of things were rationed and it just so happened paper wasn't rationed in World War II in Iceland which you know it's a relief to anyone who is a bookworm and this meant a lot of people in Iceland started to buy books for people for Christmas and it just exploded from there and it actually has an official name so if you do want to look it up and I'm gonna probably not say this very well but it's called Jola Booker Flod which basically means flood the world with books. I mean it just says it all there really and this is my absolute favourite tradition because in a lot of places in Europe it is actually more traditional for people to receive gifts the day before Christmas or so on Christmas Eve. This Jola Booker Flood tradition is something that happens on Christmas Eve and 
this is probably why it's one of my favourite things, where the whole family basically gathers together, they receive a gift of a book, and then basically it's like a group reading session where you just snuggle down nice and cosy with some hot chocolates and nibbles, and you just read your book. And again, this is something that's probably going to be great for kids, because this kind of bleeds off the excitement a little bit because if they're so interested in reading and looking at books they may actually wear themselves out a little bit and that includes some of the adults that get overly excited yes mum I'm thinking about you because you do get very excited about Christmas anyway and the um and it's such a nice thing to do this is as I said this is the fourth year of us doing it and it's just something that is so Christmassy to me because I'm going to receive a new book which is something that I don't think anyone who's a bookworm would want to turn down and it's just something that's nice and cosy and cuddled down and really it's just a nice relaxing atmosphere nothing frantic nothing overly stressful I do tend to find that I actually have a much better sleep and I feel so much more relaxed if I'm reading a book and then watching our traditional family movie of Arthur Askey, either The Backroom Boy or The Ghost Train. By the way, side note again, I do recommend them. Hilarious. Really hilarious. <laughs> In fact, I can't help giggling every time I think of either one of them because it, it's just so funny and it's not slapstick, which is great because I'm not a fan of slapstick. But anyway, I'm digressing again. So coming back to Jola Book of Flood and the tradition of Christmas Eve, it's something you could easily incorporate if you do a Christmas Eve box or if you kind of want a more calming atmosphere or you want to distract children because you're on the frantic last minute wrapping and you kind of need them not to be anywhere near where you're wrapping. So it's a good tradition for that. But I have to say it is one of my most favourite bookish traditions ever because I have never had a bad experience with doing this and I have su had such an enjoyable time that I just want to share the love of this and to encourage anyone who's heard of Jola Book of Flood to take part in it because there is nothing wrong with having a really good book, whatever your style is, and to be able to enjoy it. So there you have it. Those are my three bookish traditions. If you have a bookish tradition that you really like doing at Christmas, feel free to message me at Miss Vicky's Bookcase on Instagram because I'm always happy to hear about new bookish traditions that I could possibly incorporate into my life because there is nothing wrong with having lots of bookish traditions. And just a reminder, if you really like seeing book unwrappings, because that's what I'm going to be doing every day in December, feel free to jump over to my Instagram page on Miss Vicky's Bookcase and see what I unwrap. And I'll see you in the next podcast. Bye! Our story together has come to a close. Join me next time for a new adventure. Morpork. Pearl of cities. People really are this like houses not with vast rooms and tiny... Libraries rooms. were full of ideas. Perhaps the most dangerous... She delighted in the smell of the ink, the ruffle of the paper. Had commented once, that Neil had a gift for making someone by children is not a good children's story. Very weak-minded, refused to be influenced by literature and colour.